When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I'll leave you with this with Dustin Chafin. You got a parking spot. That's good. Yeah, right at, right in front of the building. You know what's funny? Yeah. I, I, I I thought about that on the FDR drive. I said, would it be nice if I got a parking spot right in front of the building down there by Grand Central? Yeah. And it happened. Are you <laughs> one of those um, uh, positive affirmation guys? Not at all. I knew I wouldn't get in this part. I just thought it just ran across my Thank head. Thank God, because I can't take Artie's post anymore. Oh, my God. I love Artie I like to death. Affirmations, but, but when it's yeah. too much. I don't, he's so funny. Yeah. He's just like, you know, but some people are like that, where it's just like they just, you know, all day long they just put out this positivity. I don't have the energy for that much no, positivity. Me neither. And I'm a science guy and I don't believe yeah. in karma or affirmation. Like, do it. Yeah. And it's going to happen or it doesn't happen. It's either cause and effect. It's kind of. Stuff happens. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I can wish things and you have to, things are going to happen or they're not. Did you ever watch The Secret? Mm-mm. Yeah, you never familiar with that kind of stuff. No. Yeah, no. it's it was funny. I watched it and it was just like there's so many of these testimonials where like somebody's like, well, you know what I did was I just kept saying check over and over in my head and I was just like check check and then eventually check started coming in my mailbox. I go really? <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go did just random checks just no, start? That's start, not the way the world works. <laughs> people just started mailing you money. Like is this how, is this how is this what I have to do? Is this it? If is that it works, everybody could quit their job and just say check all day and yeah. then they'll just. Make a living doing that. Yeah, who wouldn't do that? Exactly. Now, I think it's, you know, I don't know. It, sometimes as comics, though, it's like it's hard to it's hard to stay positive, you know? It's very hard to stay positive. It's hard to, like, it's dark. keep you. <laughs> it is. People think it's this world of, like, bubblegum and laughs. Yeah, but it's not. It's definitely, uh, I mean, it beats most things, I guess. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, I still rather do this than, like, uh, Tracy Morgan used to say, lift heavy boxes every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be wearing that thing for your back. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just had the frozen shoulders. So it was, um, Comics have to worry about my posture as I get older. I know. <laughs> so you know, guys, I'm wearing this this ridiculous posture thing. It looks like I'm on the force. I got my got my my, my gun under my holster. Um, yeah, well, comedy takes a beating on you, man. I'm gonna yeah. tell you, geez, you've had a lot of beatings. <laughs> <laughs> you've um, been beat up all left yeah, and right, and yeah. from everything else, um, physically but, and emotionally, oh, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. we are. But that's it. But I don't know. But that's the thing was, you know, being a comic, it's like, you know, it's just staying positive and staying like on track to kind of. I think once in a while we forget to be grateful. Absolutely. I was going to say that before yeah. you said it. I said, yeah. I, I go, I, th- I, I thank God for all the things I have done in this business. I've okay. traveled the world, I've worked with some of the greatest that's ever done comedy. And yeah. um, uh, I got hit by a Walmart truck. Uh, <laughs> If I was working at if I was working at Sprint, I would have never got hit by that Walmart truck. <laughs> I was hit by a Walmart truck doing comedy. Yeah. I've got to do a lot of things, man. If there's only a video of you, yeah. you would have made a little more money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. No, no, that was cool. Yeah, you know. Um, we've done, we've, yeah. I've been everywhere, man. No, it's true. I just got back from Qatar um, two months ago. Qatar, what was that? What is that? Uh, Middle East. Oh my gosh, we're, we're like doing army base over there. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Just it was one night army base. And... One night, that's it. And you went back? Yeah, I was wow. there for like a day and a half. Really? That's yeah. a short one. Well, I, you don't want to stay longer. It's, you're on a, a base in the desert. <laughs> no, you can't a, do I've, anything. I've done a bunch of those. Yeah, but I just, I just have never heard like one night, like a one nighter in where, Qatar. Well, we were there. We were there two nights, but the show was the next night. Well, a day and a half. 
But no, still. but just one show. I've yeah, never just heard one of show. that. Yeah, yeah, just one. It's, it's usually two, but they only could do one. Really? When I do them, they're like two weeks. And yeah, we do yeah. Like, like 10 shows. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I yeah didn't do that that's one, usually but, when we do them. I mean, I've been to Germany. I mean, just, yeah, yeah. Just, you got to look at, you got to count your blessings. You can't, so, but, you do. Yeah. You know, what, what else would I be doing yeah. if I wasn't doing this? No, it's true. I've been to Japan. I used to work right down the street doing security. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Lincoln building. I used to love your security joke. You're like, He's like, are you going to do something with that, that person over there? He's like, what am I going to do? I got a number two pencil. I got a pad. I'm going to draw a picture of him. Draw a picture of a gun. <laughs> That's it. Draw a picture of a gun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. No, it's it, you don't have a great. I got to travel but, but we a have, lot. But, it's yeah, been fun. Absolutely. You know. But we all have uh, goals that we're trying to achieve. And sure. When that doesn't happen, that's a bit depressing and, uh, you know. But you, you, we get to get on stage every night. Make comedies, yeah, comedies like sex and pizza. You yeah. know, even when it's not that great, it's still pretty great. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> it's and like, I don't know what you're doing, man. Life is life. Yeah, you know, I can't imagine what Will Smith has to be uh, depressed about. But hey, we all get depressed. Yeah, maybe he does. I mean, his that wife of his. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He, his uh, Instagram bugs me. You follow him on his Instagram? kid's weird too. Oh my god, he's always doing something like I'm on an active volcano. Fear is just a, a thing. It's not real. <laughs> he has, I'm gonna. He had a, he bungee jumped off the Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, and Alfonso Ribeiro hosted it. <laughs> this is Will Smith. Yes. The, the roll's drying up. What's happening? I, he loves Instagram, dude. He's you follow him. He's fucking. Is it great? Yeah, yeah he's, he, he does. The, I mean, it's annoying because, you know, he's doing so well. You'd be like, all right, we see you in your private jet. We'll go into wherever the hell, Dubai on the tallest building in the world, sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was telling me his story. And apparently what, because I, was it, was, was it you? I don't think. But, but Quincy Jones, I think it was uh, somebody was telling me that he went to a party. Mm-hmm. And it was a Quincy Jones party. Mm-hmm. And it was just like he... He wasn't even supposed to be there. I mean, that's how low on the totem pole he was. Like, it was kind of one of those, like, oh, my God, I'm at, I'm at Quincy Jones's party. Well, he had a hit album at the time that parents just don't understand album. I did, At the Quincy Jones party? He had to, I mean, because he wouldn't have been there any otherwise. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, because he, that, remember that his first so album? So he had an, he had a rap album. He had a rap album. Oh, okay. That was that's before platinum. the show. Yeah, before the oh, Absolutely. Okay. That's, okay. What, that's where, that's the See, base. I didn't know that. I that's didn't the, know he was a famous, like, he was even any sort of pop. Oh, wow. No, I knew the song right, after right. the thing. I mean, it's not yeah, my jam. Right, right, I'm into, exactly. like, the Sex Pistols exactly, and Johnny Cash. It's not my thing, yeah. When I was a kid, that album was really popular. Platinum, man. It was based off. The show was kind of based off loosely some of the lyrics in the in the album. The only rapper I remember being into when I was young was Young MC. Don't right, just right, stand right. there, bust a move, you right, know. Right. <laughs> she said, right. "Hello, Justin Yellow." Right, you right. know, like that right. was. I remember that being huge. Right, right. And then right, that's right. you know, I don't yeah. remember anything after that. that that's the reason. Then we were killing cops saying. after that. Like yeah, it went, yeah. it went, it just went real fast and real hard. Right, like it right. just went from like you know, iced tea and all that shit. But right. But I think it's. Uh, but anyway, it was well. His story's still great, though. I think it's like he yeah. just. I guess Quincy was. Yeah, but see, I did, that changes the story for me because yeah, it's he like was it's, there because he's a, a musician. And he was yeah, in you're right. You're yeah. right. See, that changes the story because it's funny. Well, maybe Quincy didn't have any idea that probably didn't know who he was. That, uh, I don't know. Quincy's pretty bright. It's he, true. Yeah. Uh, but he, he knew his music stuff. Uh, he probably didn't have any idea he wanted to do a show, but when he got with Will and had a talk with him, maybe he didn't. Well, apparently uh, he he made him. This is what I heard. I heard, you know, it's all hearsay. I'll have to, like, fact check this, I guess. Um, but apparently Quincy, he's, you know, he had mentioned that he wanted to do a sitcom. He mm-hmm. had an idea mm-hmm. for a sitcom where it's basically, you know, like, you know, his life kind of, you know, living with these rich people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, and Quincy said... Okay, that's great. Um, be funny now. Like he made him like perform at the party, and like he wasn't a comic or anything. So he just he said he just Rapper. got up there and just did like funny shit, and then yeah. like j- jumped around and did funny stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. Quincy's like, well, goofy, "All right, we'll man. do it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he's he's like Larry Bay energy, like just yeah, jumping around exactly. and just exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. But yeah, now Will, Will was always had a great sense of humor, but he's just a rapper. Even in his first yeah. album, it was a lot of comedy in it. His parents really? just don't understand and stuff like that. It's a little too fluff for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm going to go rap, I'm Big Pun, I'm Biggie, obviously. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know? But I just, I don't know. I always like Wilson. I just always liked his music. I like my Welcome to Miami. He got a little yeah. edgier as he got older. He got weird when he <laughs> came at Eminem once at an award show. Oh, I don't even remember that. Oh, he got up there. He basically was like, I think he won for Miami or something. And then he was oh. just like, yeah, man, it just proves you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to curse and be edgy to, you know. 
know, like do this, and right, you know, right. just kind of a diss to Eminem, and like because Eminem was there and kind of made reference to him. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because he he could be uh, uh, talking about all rap. No, 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 no. he was he called out Eminem right, a little bit because right, Eminem had just won. So, I don't know, it was like a thing. Right, 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 right. I always get weird when people do that, but right. I understand that. Like, That's something he's always said though. Even even before that was said, he would always say that in interviews yeah, and stuff. His grandmother told him he he heard the story. He wrote a rap one time. His grandmother yeah. found it had cursing in it, and mm. she told him that man, no, that doesn't need a curse to get his point across, and that hit him emotionally, and he yeah. started being Will Smith like we know today. So, oh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just I, I don't. Know. It's like Bill Cosby when exactly. Bill Cosby said that's what I was gonna curse. say. <laughs> it's like Eddie Murphy. So Will Smith is probably coming out next with right. some crazy shit. <laughs> right. Right. Like he screws dogs in his basement or something, and yeah. we're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but at least he's clean. Yeah, they always find something, don't they? Yeah, he's definitely gonna be next. He's too squeaky. It's they gotta get Denzel. Denzel. Denzel is easy to get because I heard he be fucking around. Really? I mean, that's just rumor hearsay. But yeah. no, he's a man. I'm not surprised. Right now, yeah. De- hey, Denzel. It's, it's man. common knowledge in the black community. <laughs> the black community. We got we got all the inside. Yeah. God, I've known you a long time, Harris. Yeah, it's been it's, a minute. Uh, a minute. It's more like a million minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I've been in New York. Well, yeah, I've known yeah. you a long time. Um, Boston Comedy Club. and That's definitely Even where it started. That, was it before that? Uh, what was Boston? It was the Lantern before you had Boston. That's true. I did. Yeah. I had. Uh, I ran the Lantern. You were part of that whole thing. It was like 2099. Yeah, I was like yeah. the first guy that ran like real shows there. Yeah. Like, we were running. That was a great little room downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like upstairs. They don't yeah. they do it different. I like the, the downstairs one better because it goes better. back. Yeah. yeah this one was, is like short, doors closed. Yeah, it's weird. stupid. But downstairs is great. I've like, yeah. had it like it had a vibe, you know. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, known you a long time, man. You're always yeah. kind of one of those guys that like we we're friendly, always friendly yeah. with each other, smoking yeah. cigarettes yeah. and just being cool. <laughs> and it's that's what's great about comedy. It's like you guys like us. That's another positive thing about comedy. Not only do we get to travel and get to do this great thing, we also we would never be around each other. You know, right. people like us right. in any yeah, other. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes people have jobs where right. the, it's like multicultural right. and stuff, but. But it's definitely with comedy. It's like you're, you know, you're in the green rooms. You're right. in the, you know, it's like this, this kind of like yeah. foxhole, if you will. Yeah. And it's like you get to know people you'd never get to know. Absolutely. You know, it's like, like some people you wouldn't ever want to know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of those people. Yeah. But you know, but you sift out a few of those. And yeah. And it's absolutely. like you, you have us. But it's yeah. like, but yeah, known you a long time, and it's like, it's, you know, it's like definitely, you know, comedy's. Yeah, man, we we're still in it, you yeah, know. We're yeah. still standing, yeah. and I think that's that, that's the test. Is like I always tell people, it's like you know what comedy you're gonna have your highs and lows. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have stuff where you're just like I can't take this anymore, yeah, and you're gonna play some bullshit room. Some and, people can't take the lows, and they yeah, you know, but you can't quit. No, you, you just, know what? Some people still do comedy, but they already quit up here. Nah, you know what I mean? Of course, <laughs> I can't call those names, but I know a few of those guys. They, they just you still around? You still doing OJ jokes? Yeah, like exactly. you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. There's, yeah. And they there's, don't get spots anywhere. They're just around, and every once in a while you might see them go up somewhere, but yeah, yeah they barely like, get up. Yeah, and it's th- that they quit already in here. That's a huge thing. Yeah, I think like that's the Walking Dead. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like you can never I, quit in here. I still get upset when I don't have a good set. Yeah, like me I, too. And I, I still get like um, excited when a new joke works. Absolutely. Or I absolutely. still like get feed from the crowd or, right. or like try to you know inspire a young right. person or something. Right. So yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's when that goes away. That's time to step away. Right. You know, I feel like that's that's huge. That's a right. who knew that Harris Stanton would have the breakthrough uh, in stand up comedy that I think we all should be talking about. <laughs> right. Don't die. Don't die in your heart. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like that. That's that's beautiful. But that. Is that is something that I think is like I mean I guess everything's like that you know I guess right. you know sports whatever right well when, when, you once know? your heart then you can't perform at the same level you would be able to if you was really into it yeah I think when, like when Tyson like when he was like yeah his last couple fights yeah. his heart wasn't in it he got yeah. beat up yeah because yeah. he just he didn't he just have wasn't in it. And yeah. he even said it he said I'm just not like I'm not that guy anymore yeah so you got to have a certain Animalistic instinct to box, man. He didn't have it. He was so good. Yeah, he was. I love watching him. I can't imagine being a black man, just you know, New York area, and just like like, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. That's right. But you, how long you lived here? My dad used to buy the uh, pay per views. uh, Okay, uh, moved here in '99. Okay, so you were a little older. Okay, but But in in Carolina, Carolina, he was still big. You know, of course, the diet 
Pepsi commercials and everything. But he was the bad. I'm just saying it's like that's He's like just, the baddest dude ever. Yeah, but as a as a young black kid, I'm just saying I'm trying to you know relate to that in the yeah. sense that like that had to have been huge. Like he was yeah. the guy. Yeah. Like he was this this monster that when it beat up everybody. Yeah. Like. It's, yeah, it's like his fights lasted like twenty seconds. I mean, <laughs> Michael Spinks fight is still yeah. amazing to me. Right, beat the shit. Michael Spinks, Michael Spinks passed. He knocked him out in the locker room. Like he right. was like that guy was already down. Right before but, he even got to the. But Teddy Atlas said, uh, uh, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, Mike Tyson never really been in any wars other than the Holyfield. Every war he's ever been in, he's lost. Yeah, Holyfield, you know, and. Um, the uh, the Buster Douglas fight, he wasn't even in it. Yeah, head and heart. So yeah, and all the other guys were just afraid of him. Yeah, so they never put up a, a good fight. Like no one ever. He could fight and hit hard, but he never really had a challenge up until uh, Vandy Holyfield. Yeah, and then he lost that twice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not because I don't think that's because that Vandy Holyfield was a better fighter. I think Mike Tyson was just you know he wasn't. Mind and heart, man. Yeah, yeah. Mind and heart is huge. I think Holyfield was definitely a better. Um, yeah, but now, Ho- Ali had some battles, won some and lost some. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can name a lot: um, Sugar Ray Leonard, and all those guys. Yeah, but absolutely. I mean, Marvin Hagler, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But who, who was Mike Tyson's equal at that time? Nobody really. Yeah, and everyone was scared of him. And then when Holyfield stepped, yeah, up. yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah, that's that's part of. Um, I mean. As great, there was no one even close. Well, as great a <laughs> no, but as great a boxer as Ali was, a lot of a lot of the pregame was getting in your head yeah, and just kind of like, absolutely. you know, you're gonna lose, you ugly, and fuck right. you, da da da, you know, just. But he did it poetically. Know. Absolutely, <laughs> it was sweet. Yeah, it was like the, I don't think nobody people try to emulate him doing. Yeah, like, they, but they're not as good as him. No, nobody like, is. Like the, with the wordplay with this before the fights, not the oh, boxing. It was part. like hip hop and roast yeah. battling at the same time. Yeah. Like it was phenomenal. But Roy Jones. Used to do it, but he sounded like off, and then um, Mayweather just sounded ignorant doing it, just yeah. saying stupid stuff. Yeah, it just it, you know, there's never be an Ollie, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I always equate stand up to boxing too, too yeah. you know, it always has that same feel to it. You yeah. know, we're working the gyms, which is like the little small clubs, yeah, you know, you, hit, you start with a jab that's a little soft joke, up yeah, front. just you save the, the big ones for the middle, yeah, the yeah. middle rounds. <laughs> You close it out in the twelfth with yeah. like your big guns. Exactly. Bam, 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 bam. When you're bombing, you're on the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> you, do that, you go down on her knee. Yeah. yeah. I never went down, Ray. Yeah. I would say that sometimes. I'll be like, I never went down, Ray. Yeah. But uh, been on the ropes, and sometimes you come off the ropes. You work your way out of that that, that bomb or that slow set. Seventy percent of my sets are that. It's like <laughs> working your way out of the absolutely. corner. Absolutely, and I have no problem with saying that. Right, but right. it's like that's just. I'm awkward sometimes, yeah. and I just can't get into it until right. I know that it's on the line. Like right. I have this weird mentality. What about for big shows is not like that. Either? I mean, not always. Big shows they come to they'll last sometimes. Anything, yeah. yeah, it depends. It, it does depends. But I but I have that thing in my head that the bar is so high yeah. for me. Like from what I need from to feel like I'm gonna walk back and be like, I, you know, I killed it. You know, I, right. you, you know me, I don't do that. Right, right. And so it's like, to even think that I did well, I just, you know, right. it's tough, you know, for me to even say that. Right. Cause I feel me too. Sometimes when I listen to, I record my audio stuff just when I'm working on material, and sometimes I have a set, you're just in, in the midst of it, and you don't really realize what happened in that set. And yeah. you listen to it, you go, oh, that was, that was great. The timing on that was good. There's been a few sets where I go, that was almost perfect. Yeah. The timing and when the laughs came and, uh, I'm a little more analytical about some some, some of my stuff. I'd be like, you know, but uh, yeah. yeah uh, but when I'm in it, you just, just oh, it was okay. We also we also have these comedy earmuffs. Like we don't even like they're sometimes they're really enjoying us, and right. we we'll see a guy right. or we'll right. see a thing, absolutely, or, or like we think it's a lull, and maybe right. it's like the room's just big, and right. you just don't, you know. Actually, this actually this weekend at Greenwich, uh, yeah. I had one of those sets where I was like, eh, whatever. And I listened to it. I was like, Pretty good set. The response was good. I, yeah. And you can hear those. You ever hear those? Uh, no, sports? I actually watched that set. It wasn't that good. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not SD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got it on a screen. Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, ever, you ever be performing and that one person gives you that laugh that you go, that person really enjoyed what you just said. Oh, More yeah. than everybody else in the audience. I love to hear that laugh. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, uh, Dennis Miller had a great thing. He said, uh, I, I write... Um, three kinds of jokes. Um, one joke I write for the whole crowd, 
and the second joke I write for half the crowd, and then the third joke just for one guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's when I wish I knew how to write like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just write jokes, and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're not afraid to like get up there and just go. I mean, you'll go to some like crazy places. You know, you'll get yeah. nasty. You'll right. get crazy. You'll get. You know, you. There's no. There's never a thing in you know, in your mind that says, hey, maybe I shouldn't go down that road. Maybe I shouldn't talk about, you know, what I'm about to get into, you know, whether it be anatomy or some crazy thing. Right. Because, you know, coming up, I was taught by Tracy and some other comics that... It's Tracy Morgan kids. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. You just bet. If you talk, the more edgier, the more dirtier, it has to be funnier. It has to be. Because if it's not funny, it's just nasty and inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, uh, So... I know Patricia used to always say, Patricia used to always say, he would say certain things, and you find yourself uh, enjoying their response to, can you curse on this? Yeah. Okay. So I talk about the the, the, the foes and the asshole. Okay. And just watching the people's response, the facial expressions is what's fun, <laughs> to see how they respond. And some people respond, and it's, yeah. I get a different response almost, well, not different, but yeah. the responses vary. Some of them really think it's funny, and some of them go, ah, it's kind of funny, but I don't know if I should laugh at that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you see that in their face. It's, it's fun to watch that. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, I, I love the play of, um, you know, making people, and it's funny, like, making them laugh about stuff they, they normally don't laugh at. Right, right, right. Like, like uh, you know, I feel like comedy should always kind of have that kind of thing to it. You know, it's funny. I was They're trying to take it away from us, Dustin. Well, I was just telling, I was... <laughs> I was just take us away. I was just telling somebody that story when uh, we did that show and uh, with uh, Sugar Bear and you and Artie and all and uh, Will Sylvans. Yeah, and Will Sylvans passed, right? Did he? Yeah, Sugar Bear passed uh, a couple years ago. uh, Everybody, yeah, everybody just like dropping like flies. I think he had uh, cancer. Uh, He was in Philly. Cancer sucks. That's a, that's one we got to figure out. Yeah. I don't give a shit who's president. Just figure that out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. Um, no, we did that show where I got booed by you know this is a black crowd and it mm-hmm. was like this young you know uh, and that that show um, it stuck with me for a long time man. Like, that was how the, long ago was this? Years ago. It's with you and Will and stuff and it was it was a while ago. I was yeah. at Boston. Yeah, it was yeah, way yeah. back when. Way it, back when. But it was what was funny about it, you know I did the I did the joke that got me. You're booed, or whatever, on Showtime the next couple of months. So it was like, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you just never know. Like right, you yeah. can't, you can't just like have one show define you because no, you're gonna. That's like, why when people ask me, do you still get nervous? And I go, yeah. And they go, why? I go, because every crowd is different. You can't yeah. base what's gonna happen this show on the last show you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you only as good as your last show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. What's um. What's what's do you have like any crazy road gigs that you can think that come to mind when you think about just like the chaos of comedy? Any of those those hairs? You know what, not now, but back in the day, I yeah. had some. Now you know, a little more established stuff is better than it used to be. But uh, I used to, I, I remember one time it was not a road gig, but I would say Jersey. Yeah, um, me and Kareem <laughs> went over to uh, this show on a bus. We barely had any money, and when we got to the to the show, it was not a lot of people in there. So the promoter comes out. He goes, hey, man, it's just light. We're going to give it another hour. Then we're going to start. Can I get y'all a drink? And he goes, yeah, we'll take a beer. And this guy went across the street and bought two double deuces of Budweiser and brought it back to us in the parking lot for us to drink the beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't go to the bar in the venue that we were performing at. He went to the store yeah. <laughs> and bought a beer from the bodega, and we drank it, and we should have known we wasn't getting something that wasn't right then. When someone asks you to buy you a drink, they go to the bar and get it for you. Know? <laughs> go to the store and get a 40. And we didn't get paid him. Yeah. Uh, he, the show didn't, we didn't do the show. He ran out the back. We didn't even know he was gone until we asked, and we had to... You know, he didn't come back to New York some kind of way. I don't remember how he got back. Yeah, that's, yeah, who knows? Sometimes of these people that, you know, I mean, I've heard of horror stories. You know, a lot of guys, guests on the show where they just talk about this kind of these, these gigs where you're just in Philly and crazy places. And it's like, you know, uh, you there's know. probably something I'm forgetting about, but that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've done gigs for this promoter in Connecticut years ago where he, it was two different venues. And two different people paying, so I think he told the guy that I don't know it was some weird where I didn't get paid all the money I was supposed to get, but he he had um, 
cut some deal that I didn't know about. So when I got there, I don't, I don't, I got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what goofy shit it was, but yeah. I know I got fucked. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah, you know, that's comedy. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's good to have you on the show. I yeah, think man. it's, uh, you know, um, you guys, you know, it's like you get a, you get a comedy, New York City legend. Uh, he's uh, he's been grinding it out, man. You're like one of those guys, dude. You're been just around, yeah. been around. <laughs> if there's a comedy club, um, pr- chances are pretty high. Whatever town you're in, he's uh, you know this man has come through. I've been there. Uh, you I've know, been to d- Vegas yet, though. Oh yeah, I've gotta get out, you. Gotta yeah. get you to Vegas. Yeah, I've never been uh, nowhere in Nevada. <laughs> Actually, didn't you have a, no? It wasn't you. It was uh, yeah, I don't have a room in Vegas. No, it was. I thought you had something. But no, who was it? it was it Bob DeBono had put me onto a guy in Reno or something like that? And it, oh, and, uh, a Catch Rising Star. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a couple years back. I think, um, yeah, you know. But you've done a lot of you know a lot of stuff. Worked on the road. Yeah, it's uh, recording an album. What's the name of your album? Uh, yeah. Naive Innocence. Naive Innocence. Yeah. Uh, available out there where albums can be. Purchased, absolutely. Uh, Comedy Central, a lot of cool stuff. Harris Stanton in the building, everybody. Yeah, That's yeah. a lo- long way to go for an intro. Yeah, All that right. was a thirty-minute intro. What's <laughs> <laughs> what I do? I just like to. I like to do. That's kind of my my shtick. Is right. I do the I do the uh, half hour in the middle of the show intro. And then you intru- yeah. introduce <laughs> introduce the comic. And then I'm like, okay, gotta go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's our time. Um, no, it's you know. So it's like it's good to have you. It's like yeah. and you've. You know, it's like you've been through a lot, man. It's like you, uh, you, you kind of you touched on the the Walmart thing, but it's like, you know, you're in a serious, you know, nearly well fatal to yeah. some people that were on the on, on there. Yeah, and, you know, uh, with Tracy Morgan and Artie Fuqua, and you know, it's like uh, it's Uncle Jimmy Mac. Uncle Jimmy, did you, did you ever meet? Did you ever know? Did you know Uncle Jimmy? I did not know Uncle Jimmy. Oh, okay. He was he was a real cool dude, man. Seen, yeah. He looked rough, but he was really cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a uh, that was a big part, you know, of your life for a long time, a couple of years, yeah. eh? So I feel like people talking about it and still yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. how long's it been? When was the accident? Uh, Two thousand fourteen. Oh wow, that was a time while ago. Flies, yeah, yeah, that was way yeah, back. Keith, Keith makes fun of me. He goes, he says, Harris has fifteen thousand left. He'll <laughs> 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 be broke by Black History Month. <laughs> Um, oh, man, yeah, funny. no, it was scary, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you from being on the other side, right? I know it was horrible for being on, for being actually involved in it, you know, in the accident. You know, so funny but, when you were going when you going through something like that. At least for me, yeah, it was so like uh, numbing. I guess it, like you don't feel the impact of it while you're doing it. Yeah, it's just later when you think about it, you go, "Oh, that was terrible." Yeah, I but mean, when I was in it, I knew it was bad, but you yeah. know, I guess the way I you. People cope or whatever. I just like, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you know, I got shake the, it off. I yeah, just shake it that's off. That's what I did. I yeah. got out the car. They helped me yeah. out the car. I was walking around. My shoes were off. My ankle was severely injured. I'm walking. Around, I said, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Then the lady said, Maybe you should sit down. I go, You know what? Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> I think I will sit down. <laughs> then I sat down in this glass. Yeah, and um, I th- so when I because I was all right, I thought everybody else was all right, but that yeah. wasn't the case. No. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you're all right now. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we're glad you made it. You know? Yeah, man. It's like yeah. you were, uh, I was as close, I think I was closest to you out of all those people, so I was really happy that you, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't want anybody to go, but, you right. know, it's like, it was like you impacted me because I knew you, you know? Right, right. It's like when you know somebody a little more, it's like, you you know, you're more attached to them. Right. And uh, I know somebody was wondering, Uncle Jimmy Mack was older, so Uncle Jimmy Mack might have been close to 70, so maybe his, oh, okay. his body couldn't take all that uh, trauma, you know? That makes sense. I mean, it don't matter how healthy you are. You get hit the right place. It don't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. The rock couldn't take that. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not... <laughs> doesn't matter, but... <laughs> but, uh, so that's got to be, you know, kind of a life-changing moment for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, was, I feel yeah. like, you know, after that happens, then I would assume, you know, you see life a little different. You yeah. Know? You know? I mean... Yeah. I mean, you're still the same old Goofy Harris, yeah. but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being in the back of the comedy clubs and yeah. saying ridiculous things, <laughs> being ridiculous. And we like, Harris, shut up. Like, oh, you can't talk to her that way. What's going on? Harris, what's going on? Harris, you're next. What? Well, I don't know who's next. Like, hey, 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 give me a drink. What's going on? Right. It's Harris, you know. Like, we, we know you're our little brother, big brother, whatever it is, you know. Right. 
So, but at the same time, I'm sure you have, you know, some sort of like self-revelations for yourself, you know, things that maybe are more important to you now or less important, you know. Um, maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. you know when I went to therapy, right after that, because yeah. they forced you to go to that for the case and all that. Yeah. And uh, sitting in the therapist's office, uh, uh, my therapist, because I kept bringing up Patrice's name mm-hmm. uh, because he taught me a lot, uh, not just comedy, but just uh, as being a human being. Yeah. And so my therapist said, "Well, it sounds like um, that Patrice's passing was worse than the way worse than the car accident, yeah. because with the car accident." I only broke my wrist and everybody was okay other than Jimmy. So it's kind of like one of those things where you go, all right, I just made it through something, you know. Yeah. But, you know, losing someone that had that kind of impact on your life is way worse than any physical yeah. uh, trauma you can go to go through, you know. Yeah. It's weird that he, I always, I'm always thinking he's going to come see me on stage doing some hacky shit and he's going to walk through <laughs> <laughs> and just be making fun of me from the st- from the back. And like right, you, right. You'll be able to hear him. Right. And I'll be like, shut up, man. I'm doing a set, you know? Right. And I'm always just waiting for that guy to come through. And yeah. it's, uh, well, yeah, we lost a lot, you yeah. know, people so far, you know. It's Geraldo. Like, uh, uh, well, somebody just wrote a book uh, about Geraldo and uh, it's out coming out. It's it's out now. Just cool. came out. Okay. So somebody was, I was emailing them and stuff. Oh, what, what, what kind of book? Like a biography? Yeah, or? it's a biography. Oh, I'll check like, it out. Yeah. Him being a comic and all his, yeah, his yeah. rise and fall and all I that. I like that. You know, Greg Geraldo is one of the first comedians I met in South Carolina he, when I was starting out in Myrtle Beach. He came, yeah. he, he was headlining the weekend. Wow. So that was cool. He's a sweetheart. I miss that guy. Yeah, he was real like, cool. He was yeah. good. He he was my sponsor for a little while. Like, what do you mean the, sponsor? Like with alcohol. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> the irony in that, you know, yeah. he kind of he yeah. kind of fell off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but he uh, no, but he was good. He was good to me. You know, yeah. like he was one he was of those a good dude, man. He really was. He and was, he didn't care if you was in the it crowd and comedy. He would talk to no. you. Yeah. And he could hang with everybody. Yeah, he could. Yeah, I, I, I saw him at Ha hanging out one night. He, yeah, Greg Gerardo and Ha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Ha was a um, way. If there's if there's B clubs, there's D clubs. Right. <laughs> so, and the only reason it's a D club is because they won't pay anyone. There's that, and then the way it's ran. Okay, like, well, that's probably they don't take care of people. No, they don't. And not not just money. Just like even even young guys, you know, even if they're not getting paid, they should be treated a right, certain way. Right, right, right. You know, but you know, if you but if, vets should always get paid. Right. If you if you go on Friday and Saturday shows, if you're not paying seventy five to eighty five dollars, if you pay that, you can get. That's almost any comic to come work. Yeah, you don't need much. You don't need much. Just pay them. If you've got them three shows, pay them. Even Al Martin pays people. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. One time I did, you know what? I, I was working hard, and uh, um, it was $20 for the well, on weekend, or so, week weekday or something. Like, yeah. I don't remember. But I go, okay, they gave me like five spots. You know, you want stage time. And sure. this, what is that, $80? You can't, it's still $80. Yeah. So I do the spots. <laughs> And then I go to get paid, and the guy goes, uh, yo, you did four spots. We're only going to pay for two. I go, what? Well, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. So I took the money, and that's the last time I went there. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to perform here. Yeah. You, know, you can't right. have me on a weekend and pay me less money and then don't pay me for all of it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to treat people right. I don't. Absolutely. I never understood that, you know. The I've... drinks are overpriced, and you have to pay for it. Like, Yeah. I might be opening something up on the West Coast, but it's like, I just feel like, you know, the bottom line is you got to treat people right. You do, yeah. Absolutely. You got to, you got to, you know, it's like, th- this is so difficult. People act like it's easy. Right. And I know sometimes we make it look effortless. Right. That's but, why people, so many people think they can do it. Yeah. They think they can do it. And they, and then looking on the other end of like, they tell, oh, I don't have to pay for that because it's not that big a deal that you're getting those laughs. Everybody goes, no, not everybody gets those kind of laughs. Right. You know, right. this little shithead you put up that's two years in, he doesn't get these kinds of laughs. That's what the high say. That's the high mentality. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you know, yeah. It's, They're banking on the sheer number of people that live in New York and visit every day, which is what, 10 million people? Yeah. And they're in a location where there's 10 million cross. So yeah. they're not banking on the talent. They're banking on. Well, they, well they're well, not there anymore. You know that, right? No. They just moved? Yeah. Well, LOL's, LOL's different. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That's but Haas, I mean, right. it's yeah. <laughs> it's kind it's of the same, but it's not the same. They, they pay the same and they treat people the same. <laughs> you know that guy from there? Yeah. I. When when uh, Lewis used to have it, and Lewis used to pay regular spot, it was fifty dollars. So I'll do the fifty dollars spots on the weekends, you know. And then when Lewis left, um, I stopped. Wor- I had stopped working there. So the guy tried to recently Lewis. Uh, Gomez. Oh, Gomez. Okay. Yeah. So Lewis would pay people. Yeah. And um, so when Lewis left, and uh, they went over to L- over there. 
the same guy owns it. I didn't know that or runs it. And he hit me on Facebook. He's like, oh, I'd like to have you back in the club again. <laughs> I go, sure, man. I love the work. I just need to get uh, the, uh, the the spot money that everybody else gets for the weekend, like on yeah. Friday and Saturday. He goes, what's that? I go, $75. And he did not respond anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People try to like. I was like, dude, all that money you make it, you can't. He doesn't care about the comedy. Only his bottom line in his pockets, I it's, guess. It's really unfortunate because it's like, I think there's a lot of good comedy clubs and there's a lot of good people in comedy and there's a lot of good people on the other side of it that take care of us and stuff. But yeah, people just, you know, treat uh, us like strippers or over something. Over at Gotham, okay. Chris Horrible. Mazzilli is amazing yeah. to me. You yeah. Know? Not so much to me, but to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing too in comedy that you have these entities that, yeah. that can help you, right? Uh-huh. And they might help one comic and be mm-hmm. cool with another comic. Then the other comic oh, doesn't yeah. have the same relationship. So it's kind of like, yeah. so, oh, this guy's great to me. He goes, he doesn't pay. Like Jason Steinberg's never even spit on me. Yeah. But some of the other people he... And you on. like that, so... No, <laughs> from women. <laughs> yeah. Jason wouldn't piss on me if I was on fire. Yeah. But some people, like, it's my best, he's my manager and my, my friend. Like, it's not that to me, you know? Yeah. But I've it, known him for 20 years and... Yeah, I, you know, trying, you know, trying to like keep these relationships is very difficult. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that's the hardest thing in comedy is like not, you know, not slapping people and not losing your mind. And that's the thing is, it's like, and then then you see somebody like Jimmy where it's like, you know, doing stuff, and it's like you see a lot of people that, you know, and then you think maybe that is the way to go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you get people they're working and stuff. You're like. Maybe I should be a little more aggressive. Right. Maybe right. I shouldn't like you know be right. nice and send emails, and maybe I should just show up and like right. demand stuff. And so I don't know. I think comedy is a weird thing. You know, it's well, like you never know quite how to approach it. Right. How to approach I, people. Right. I always uh, try to remember what my mother would say to me. She said, uh, "It's a fine line between ass kissing and being aggressive." And I try to stay below that ass kissing line, yeah. But I still try to be aggressive because I do know if, if, if uh, closed mouths don't get fed and all that, all those sayings. Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot lately. <laughs> all those sayings. <laughs> so I have this little thing in my head where, okay, this is the ass kissing line and this is the aggressive line. Let's just stay yeah. right here. And you know, some you know, you got to try to in your own head figure out what that line well, is. Well, see, my problem is my, my I'm gonna pro- send you three emails. And I'm not gonna send you ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my problem is I'll send you two. And then I'll just open my own place. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, man. So, I mean, that's I've always been that way. I always felt like, you know. And I'm like, not going to send you three emails in one day. I'm going to send them to yeah. you in like two weeks, a week. Yeah. You know. No, I have a very hard time playing the comedy game. So that's yeah. why I've done what I've done for so long. And why right. I just feel like I've ran all these places and stuff because I feel like I just don't have the patience for it. I right. know I'm a good comic. I know I need the reps. I know right, right. that um, I, I can put on great shows. Right. I know I can help people that will be the next stars. Right. And so it's but the only way that I can do that is if I have access and, like, control of the club. And so I put myself in position to do right. that. And, it doesn't, and it's not really on purpose. It's just somehow it's an instinct I have. You know? Okay. It's, a, it's yeah. like – Ever since I, I know you've always yeah. – uh, I've always ran places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because it's an instinct. I know I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of, I wish I wasn't, trust me. Oh, really? I wish I wasn't. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I, what I wouldn't do to just <laughs> fucking float around and be Lenny Marcus, <laughs> not answer to anybody and just do a set and get right. paid and right. write and have my right. notes on stage right. and not give right. a fuck about anybody else. Right. But it's like I can't. I can't. I don't have that in my head. You know, my head is like, you know, it's just like I'm going to run do, the whole show. do what comes naturally. That's yeah, what they say, right? I mean, it's whatever. Like, you know, it's been a good ride. It's like, and yeah. I'm doing some other stuff I got coming up. May doing, like I said, I may open a club out in, the, in West Hollywood or something. But right. it's like, you know, I don't know, you know. But uh, I think I would rather have my life than waiting on somebody. Right. You know. That's what I said that to my family members. I was down south for a funeral recently. I was like, dude, if, if I die today, it's been fun. You yeah. know, if I never make another dime in comedy or do anything else in comedy, it's I've had a I did a lot of things. It was funny. I was I was at uh the Showtime at the Apollo and I and I got paid to do it and I yeah. didn't get booed. Didn't <laughs> air, but I uh <laughs> I got pay, paid to do it. <laughs> no, it's great. No, absolutely. And I, you know, I remember watching Little Apollo as a kid when I was little in home in South Carolina, you know, and I finally got to do the historic Apollo Theater where they actually paid me to do it, you know. Who was hosting? I think Talent was hosting that time. It's after Rudy Rush. But, uh, yeah. And I get residuals for, f- like, three cents or five cents or five dollars. <laughs> That's a piece of candy. Yeah. <laughs> One's in the bodega on the bottom. Yeah, I get yeah. it for my son. Yeah. 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 Now, I was, I was at a wedding, and um, 
Adonis Pappas got married. And, oh, did he? Yeah. How recently? Pretty recent. Like, uh, oh, congratulations, Giannis. Couple uh, last month, I guess. I seen him and his woman. In, they live in Guana still in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I, I used to take my car and they get washed. Yeah. And I saw him walking down there. Yeah, day. they got married. It was a really, it was a phenomenal wedding. Oh wow, and, what was uh, it? As this castle in Long Island, it was like literally oh, wow. in a castle. It was crazy. Hit, what was the story on that? Why is it there? Says, you know, it's one Did of those fancy weddings. I hope so. <laughs> Somebody's got to run the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to keep the furnace going. Yeah. I wonder but, what the history is on that place. Is think, how old is it? Actually, know? it's the opposite. It's a. I think it was a Jewish guy oh. that couldn't get who nobody would let in their country club mm. because he was Jewish, and then he built his own country club castle thing. Oh wow! And and so he is actually built off of the oh. anti of that. So it wasn't a residence. It was like a place to hang. A country club. Yeah, you have to see it. It's like oh, okay. a, it's called Ocaeus, uh, Osaic Castle or something oh, okay. in Long Island, and it's I'm like I'm gonna Google that one day. It's pretty something. cool. Like it's yeah, it's got a good history to it, but uh, but it's beautiful. You know, right. it's a great place for a wedding. Right. And um, but anyway, I was just, you know we were just talking, to, and it was fun. Guys talking to Dante Nero and stuff. We we're talking to different people I'd come across, but he and I had a little conversation. We were just like he started saying, you know, how great is this that we always just get to laugh. You know, and it's like when it comes to like the bottom line of like how f- well we're doing or what's going on or what, it's like w- at the end of the day we've had a million laughs, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's not just from the audience but from us laughing ourselves right. at when like I, the ridiculous when things. When I used to be on the road, Patrice, for all those days and months and weeks, it was so fun just to be around him and his yeah. energy and you did, you did, the next word out of his yeah. mouth you was wondering was it going to be hilarious and usually. It was, yeah, you know, even if sure. he was talking about the most mundane thing, he's just yeah. always, that, that, as you say, that, that was that was always yeah. fun, and my jaws with my face was just crazy. Yeah, it's, you know, I... Uh, I think it keeps us young, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you see people that, like, have regular jobs and shit, and, like, on <laughs> Facebook, and stuff, they're, like, all beat up. up. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> all gray, and like, they don't even take care of themselves. Like, we keep our shit tight, you know? It's like, we're not going to age, like, you know, yeah. the guy that runs Home Depot or whatever. Extra shifts. Yeah. I did a 10-hour shift. It reminds me of that Louis C.K. joke where the girl gets on the the train, and she's all obnoxious going, me, 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 <laughs> And she doesn't care about anyone on the train. She said, me, 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 woman who worked a 10-hour shift and just got off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to sing on the train <laughs> right in your face. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I just want to go home and lay down. <laughs> No, but um, well, it's funny. I'd never, um, I never had the opportunity to, like, that's cool that you got to work with Patrice like that and like open for people and Tracy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I never, I never got that until recently. Like, oh, really? I, I wasn't, um, yeah, I just never, like, never really open for anybody consistently. I don't even know how you get that. It's just like you be, you just be friends with, or you, yeah, cool with. It just a, happens. With yeah, a famous guy and goes, yeah. hey, man, I'm doing a gig in yeah. Kansas. You want to come? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, I, you know, open for T.J. Miller now. Oh, cool, and cool. It's been, you know, I'd never, you know, been on with a guy that, you know, you, one minute you're doing Arizona, one minute you're doing yeah. Oklahoma, like, like it's been really cool. It's fun. Yeah, but and the thing is with him, I got um I've known him and he's cool and you know, he comes by and does drop ins and I you know, have him on stage or whatnot. But he's you know one of those guys, you know, and I think it was a snowstorm and uh he usually uses these guys from LA and it was like in Connecticut and like it was just like you know it wasn't it was just like an ice storm, like mm-hmm. somebody flights weren't coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda of one of those things where it's just like, Hey man, you know, it's like my guy can't make it, the plane's not coming out, it's like you wanna do this and then it ended up happening, I did really well and we like became mm-hmm. even better friends and right, you know, right. then it works. But it's like Thank God for that snowstorm, you know, yeah, that yeah. ice storm or like, right. you know <laughs> it's like Absolutely. but that's how comedy is sometimes. It's like is but this you, some random you, thing? But, yeah, but you see, yeah. that's my, well, this is kind of t- out, a little off the subject, but that, that we were talking about karma early. Yeah. It had nothing to do with karma. It was just cause and effect. Yeah. Because it was a snowstorm, you get to travel everywhere. With- yeah, well, also, my years in being a good comic, right. I'm able oh, to, like. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, like, you but, know. But God didn't go, you know what, Dustin, you're going to be working with TJ, but let me bring this storm over here so no, you could no. do that. <laughs> you yeah. know, it doesn't work that way. You know? No, but doing great with him and then knowing how to, like, you know. Yeah, another but in order to do great, you'd have to get on the stage first. You well, know? there's not just that. Here's the thing. This is what I would say to people that, like, you know, aspire to open for all these great comics out there i don't aspire to open for anyone no <laughs> nobody aspires but when you're brand new you yeah, do yeah when yeah, you're brand yeah, new. yeah yeah when you're brand new i aspire for people to open for me <laughs> that's what i mean i don't care how that's old true. i get that's true 
But it do, it, I, do I take half the opportunity half. every time. I do time. half and half. I, I have, don't turn on the opportunity. No, I have half and half. I have like you know headlining stuff, and then I have like opening stuff. But okay, let's let's rephrase it. I think uh, a good way to you know have those opportunities right. over somebody when you're right. younger, right? And what's well, different when you're a headliner yeah. and you're opening for somebody like that because. Right. The venues are pretty. It's the venues are pretty good, right, and you're absolutely. getting paid pretty well. Absolutely. It's not like opening for like stars is different than opening for you know Jim and Drina. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> like I'm not nothing against right, Jim, right, right. but you know what I mean? Like it's just a it's a thing because I used to open for Jim, you know, and so right. you know it's just like you know the, the money's always got to be right no matter right. what the gig is. Absolutely. But what I was going to say is um, that when you do work with you know, big stars or whatever. It could also be a tour when you're just mm-hmm. like working on, you know, like different comics on the show. You know, be a good hang, you know, mm-hmm. be, don't, 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 don't be weird. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be over just running bits all the time. Oh, man. Don't be trying to get your next gig. Like, right. just be cool. It's harder to yeah. hang out too, it's to open for and hang out with a comic that parties hard because yeah. it's going to expect you to kind of party with them. Well, it's you know I'm sober, so right. I found a way, and you know hopefully he's a, a, yeah. a human being and goes. I understand you're dealing with something, but I'm gonna go do some cocaine and drink all night. Yeah, well, TJ doesn't do any hard drugs like that, but right. he definitely uh, he definitely likes to you know party, but yeah. it's a different kind of party, and right. it's uh, but yeah, I definitely um, being sober, you know, he's cool with it. You know, uh-huh. I think it's like, and I'll sit there and drink on O'Doul's and like bullshit, and I'll still hang at the bar. I right. love bars. Right. That's the thing about. Um, Drinking. I just found uh, this thing called uh, Kava Tea. Have you heard of that yet? Mm. It's um, it's it's kind of taken over, and it's it's slowly it's slowly getting popular. Okay. But basically, what it is, it's like this. It's this volcanic root that they've taken from places like Hawaii and different places with those volcanoes. And basically, it's a it's a root that they boil and they make these teas. And now they have these bars. There's some in Florida. There's some in New York. Mm. Whatever. And it's basically it's a bar atmosphere. And you go in, and they and they have all these, and you gotta like, you, you like, you'll shoot a shot of it, and then you'll take like a, you'll buy a little piece of pineapple because it's kind of bitter, and then they have all these like different drinks, but it's not alcohol, but it gets you fucked up, and it gets you kind of buzzed. I wonder what the chemical, and there's zero calories. I wonder what the chemical reaction is. Oh, well, I'll tell you, I Curious. took it, I did oh. it, yeah, I just did it, and uh, and I felt a little guilty because I was. Just like, you felt? <laughs> did you feel the same as when you used to drink? Yeah, I felt the same. Buzz? as It was more like a. It's a good buzz, though. I'm, I'm going to take you sometime because it's like uh, that's interesting. It's a, it's a, you know, it's all I, organic what the, shit. What is the, what is the chemical that, what does it do? What is it? It's, it's just, like, you know, it's like THC you, and, and kind of. It's like it's something like that. There's some. Mm. You probably have to explore whatever. The guy gives you a little spill. It's a lot of drugs that can alter your. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the guy gives you the, Yeah, the guy gives you the spill. Like you right. walk, he's got a Hawaiian shirt. He tells you the whole thing. He'll break okay. it down for you, like yeah. why you get fucked up. And I'm everything. a science guy. I like to know how things work. Yeah, well, we'll look at it after the show. Yeah. But I think it's like uh, it's called cavity, mm. and it's uh, it's and they get it from Hawaii. Somewhere in a volcano shit. I don't know. It could That's be horseshit. It probably sell it. They probably fucking grow it in Jersey. They're just like telling us this whole. Well, spiel. the planes can't come in. The store gonna close. They I don't can't know. get the route. Hawaii's far. I don't know. You, yeah. you know, I'll have to I'll have to figure it yeah. out. But anyway, it's like a tea thing. But it's like, yeah, but it doesn't give you a hangover. Oh, okay. Next day, you feel great. Mm. And there's no calories. So you ain't going to get fat off of it. Mm. And uh, it. so, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I think, Definitely you know. Definitely try that. I think when you. That and mushrooms. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, those are the ones I miss. I miss uh, mushrooms. I never tried. I always wanted but to, this, but I was always scared to. Yeah? Well, you're yeah. eating cow shit. So it's like weird. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, that's how they. They make grow it out of cow shit. That's how all mushrooms, just so you know, oh. that's how all mushroom, uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms are grown, through cow smell, shit. They don't smell like cow shit, do <laughs> Nothing smells when you dry it out. Right, right, right. Yeah, it <laughs> smelled even, at one not, point. Not even shit when you dry yeah, it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> little white shit. You little white shit? <laughs> <laughs> step on that, it's like, <laughs> it breaks. When you're a kid playing football and shit, you step it's on like, it. Like, <laughs> like Medusa looked at the shit and broke <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. like dust. Yeah, everything dries up. Sun kills everything. <laughs> Kidding me? Oh, now, I, I remember getting taking mushrooms and going. I saw Lenny Kravitz. Oh, okay. At the Beacon, and me and Richard Aronovich. What is it? You like just eat it, chew it up? Just you chew it. Um, it's good to eat it with something. Um, like being put on pizza or something. Like it's good to have some carbs behind it. Oh, okay. Because it tastes just like one, shit. But just it tastes one, like shit though, otherwise. right? Just, how does it? No, I, I eat like three or four. Really? I yeah. thought you just took one. What if you just eat one? Would it work? 
I don't know. Probably maybe a little bit. But you gotta if you're gonna go in, go in. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna drink, drink. That's yeah, why I can't drink. Right. Like if, if you're gonna do anything, you can fucking do it all out, right. man. Go crazy. I've always been scared because <laughs> everybody always talk about some people enjoy it, some people don't. It's not that big a deal. It's it's literally these mushrooms that grow out of cow shit. They dry it out, and so it's from the earth. Technically, it's not like some acid. Acid scares the shit out of me. Shit like that scares yeah, the shit out of me. Yeah. Pills scare the shit. Pills scare the shit out of me. I barely take yeah. aspirin. Anything like you can't control, you know, the, the chemistry of it. But but anything from the earth is pretty much basic. I mean, cocaine technically is from the earth. If you probably just did coke, but nobody, you know. Cut it with anything; it'd probably be better for you. They chew on it in South America, the co- cocoa leaves and shit, mm-hmm. so they lose their teeth and shit. But apparently, it's <laughs> <laughs> nobody's got teeth in fucking Colombia. <laughs> they fucking just chew on these cocoa leaves all day. <laughs> but apparently, you that's... said that I just caught a visual <laughs> of native motherfuckers chewing on some shit yeah, and smiling. Just, nothing's there. Just never, never do drugs where you lose your teeth. You yeah. know what I mean? Meth, anything, anything. Yeah. Teeth is bad. You need them teeth. Yeah, I always pick the drugs I use by yeah. how how functional is the person on it. People don't function yeah. on crack. People don't function on heroin. Yeah, meth, meth, anything like that. Uh, when you take a lot of pills, uh, yeah. Some some severe alcoholics can't function either. They can't ha- hold down a job or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. some can. But alcohol is and, and weed and cocaine is one of those those drugs that people do and sometimes people don't even know they do it but yeah. when you do meth and crack people know you do that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're it's a lifestyle change yeah, yeah. it it's is not yeah right. it's not a recreational like hey this i think m- that's why anybody try well in the beginning try drugs they go what can i do and not be considered a junkie and smell bad and live on the street yeah well th- that's the thing with comedy man i remember just being like i was literally fresh off of being a Mormon missionary. Really? I was a Mormon missionary, and I came to New York City from BYU, Idaho, and then went to art school in Manhattan, and that's how I got to New York. And I remember it was just like, you know, I, because I, the reason, my parents were like uh, party parents, so when I was a kid, so they, you know, basically did coke and drank and smoked weed. I bought my mom a pipe for Mother's Day. She smoked weed out of it. Like, it was oh, just, wow. you know, my parents were just partying. Now my mom wants me to buy her a pen, a weed pen. Hilarious. She smoked weed in 30 years. Hilarious. But she wants to go back with the weed pen. Hilarious. But, and so, yeah, my mom, so I turned Mormon, a Mormon girl in high school and all this. Anyway, this whole thing. And then, so when I got to New York, it was like, you know, all these things are opening up to me. And then art school was like, you know, kind of open and weed and people were kind of being drinking and stuff. But then comedy was a whole nother thing because it was like, you know, the bag it in, the bag it in almost killed me. (laughs) (laughs) The bag it in, the the bottom of the Boston Comedy Club. Yeah, I used to love that place. Uh, Oh, but we all loved it a little too much. Live music in the back, it was great. That was like, I quit drinking because that place doesn't exist anymore. That's the only place I'd love to drink at. And like all those guys got deported or whatever. So it's like, I don't, you know, but... That was the thing. In comedy, it was like they, you know, especially that place that we close the gate, and then you just be stuck in there. People have lines on the thing that have somebody smoke a spliff. Like the um, whole thing would just start happening, and it was a lot of fun. Long. It was stayed that long. Yeah, it was, it was, it was white boy day. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I uh, no, but you know, so it's like I my whole thing was when I got into stand up comedy, and when it came to the partying, I felt I had some time to make up for. So, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. so I experienced all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. shrooms and weed and coke and all this stuff. But it was, you know, but it's it's whatever. I'm, I don't regret anything. I'm mm-hmm. just happy that you know I got to live and right, like right. have some experiences. Because I always, you know, I always feel like if you, it, you know, if you drink and you do it, whatever, I don't judge you. I don't give a fuck. Have fun. Just right. don't, you know, don't don't make me uncomfortable. Right. That's exactly. all I ask. Right. Don't mean me. Don't be one of those people. Because right. right? God knows we know people like that. Right. Yeah. Fucking pulling your tit out and crying and shit. <laughs> like, don't be, you right. know, don't be like crazy like that. Right, right. But, but if you, and, you know, and then a lot of us, like, you know, we're just, we just don't do it anymore. Right. And right. we don't, I don't give a fuck about anybody else, you know, if they want to do that. But comedy, um, yeah, you got to be careful. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's such a fun lifestyle that mm-hmm. it's easy to get mm-hmm. caught up in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and then you've toured with crazy people. Yeah. So yeah. you know, that's like all the stuff that you know, being Tracy Morgan tours and all that stuff. I mean, that's yeah. that's bananas. Yeah. That's got to be bananas. The, the, yeah. The only drug we had was weed and alcohol. Yeah. We never did, but the alcohol was enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you could do enough weed and alcohol to yeah, make absolutely. up for the coke. <laughs> We'd be in clubs. They'd be closing the bar. Yeah. And Tracy would another drink. 
and they wouldn't have it. And they, because it's the last call, he goes, Well, let me buy the bottle. So he would just buy bottle. And you know, a bottle in a nightclub is triple the price it is. Oh, in sure. A, in a, so he would buy that and then take the party back to the hotel. Like, I'm like, Yo, I can't go anymore. And I was 22 and I couldn't do it. Three days after the, after the sec, third day, I, might, I was like, I can't. Because you hung over. So I, oh, yeah. I can't continue to drink. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I never drink. I mean, people say you have a drink after your hangover. It makes you feel. I just yeah. never did that before because I was like, I'm not going to drink the thing that made me feel this way. You ever get too drunk on stage? You ever have that experience? Where you couldn't, like, you couldn't. I remember, no. I remember repeating stuff, jokes, like being too drunk. and. No, never. No. I, I, I've been tipsy, but never, like, too drunk to perform, no. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good for yeah. you. I was not that way. Because I, I, I had my little things, man. When I was young, I was like, I'm I'm not going to... I'll have a beer and a drink, but yeah. I'm not gonna, never going to go on stage, like, wasted. You think it's because uh, you're an athlete when you're a kid? Like, you just kind of no, treat it like game time? Yes, a little bit, yeah. Even though yeah. I still have a drink before I go on, it's just like, I'm not going to... I do it afterwards like a motherfucker, but yeah. not before. <laughs> I mean, one time I, I did a spot at Laugh Factory... And I went to stand up. No, I did spot at stand up New York, and somebody was there. I don't know who it was, and I smoked some weed because my my spots were over. And I don't know. It was and I was drinking, so I was super high. And then Laugh Factory coming. Yeah, we have a twelve thirty open. You want to come do it? I was like, yes. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm too fucking high. So I went to the bathroom and tried to sober up, and I took the train down there. But I got through it. But I was like, that's probably the only time. That's because I didn't even know I was performing. But if I knew I was performing, I wouldn't smoke the weed. Yeah. Like that. yeah. yeah. But afterwards, I do everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been I've been coked up on stage and just you know just well, like yelling up, at a guy. Coked up on stage is different from drunk. You can still you yeah. can still do things when you're coked nah, up. Nah, not me, man. Oh. I'm mean, <laughs> I was mean as motherfucker, man. Oh no! I remember taking some guys, fucking with some guy and taking his ID. I don't even know what I did. It was like yeah. it was a hall actually, right. one of those places. And I was. Just I don't like, think my crazy. personality changes. I just think that I'm a little more open to talk. Yeah. I'm already open, but I'm a little more was a. Uh, uninhibited with my speech. I'm yeah. never an asshole. I don't think I am. <laughs> no, you're a good dude. Yeah. I think you're definitely. Uh, well, that's the thing. You can handle. You're, you know, you're a good size for yeah. drinking. Yeah. I always say it's like. Oh yeah. People should be. Uh, little people shouldn't. Little people shouldn't drink. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it. That. You might be yeah. right. Yeah, it's I like, never seen a giant drunk dude, <laughs> like yeah. a big dude, just sloppy drunk. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen plenty of little dudes slapping drunk. I never thought about that. Yeah, because you're not you're not holding your liquor. You right, know? right. It's like right. it's like yeah, I can't. I'm not a big guy, so it's like I can't. I'm not a small guy, but I'm not a little guy. Right. So it's like, but I'm little enough where it just I don't absorb it. You right, know? right, right, right. And then Indian blood and all that bullshit. Like I just I just don't have the tolerance for it. Right. But some people do. But I think yeah. uh, you know comedy's definitely. Uh, so you. So just before we leave, uh, I just want to tap in a couple of things. Um, so you know you did base you played baseball in high school and yeah. then you thought you thought you were going to do that right and yeah. then you found comedy after right. baseball how did that what's the transition could you just walk me through just a little bit how we got from baseball to stand up oh uh, well baseball was my first and foremost thing because I come from a baseball family uh, my uncle just passed last week by the way to play major league baseball major league yeah. baseball played for his whole funeral and and I gave him a little uh, tribute on MLB Network. It was oh, cool. Yeah, nice, nice. I put it on Instagram. It was cool. But uh, so I was always a baseball guy. But you know, like any other comic, I would see like Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock, and I've always I was always a class clown. So I go, well, baseball don't work out. Maybe I'll try comedy. I'll do try to do two impossible things. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I grew up in a household where my mother and father always would tell me, I know a lot of people didn't, to follow your dreams, you could do anything. They yeah. just always said, just work hard. My father would always say, just just keep, you work work harder than everybody else, just keep working. So I've always took that mentality. So uh, um, when baseball didn't work out, I was like, you know, maybe I'll do this comedy. I'm young. I'm, I was like 20. So I was like, I'm going I'm to I'm give it a shot. And then I started doing comedy in Myrtle Beach. And then six months later, I moved to New York to, you know, hang, start diving face first or feet first i don't know but uh I've always been a funny guy so you know you know when you're funny around your friends and then you say you see somebody like eddie murphy and chris rock are comedians just making money telling jokes i go well i could i i, I just made him laugh for free so, <laughs> <laughs> let's try let's try to make some money at it let's try to you know yeah no that's great and that's how it you know well you're, you're definitely a guy that has like um yeah you have a natural you know, naturalness that's perfect for comedy. Right. You know what I mean? You're, um, yeah, you're not, a, like I said, you're not afraid to say 
whatever you want to say. Right. Like, there's no filter. Right. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you, <laughs> You go creep, you go creep enough, but you know when to dial it back. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, and you're uh, you know, you're just silly. Right. You know, you're you never take your stuff too serious. Right. And that's what I always loved about you as a yeah. friend and as a as a comedian. Yeah. Is uh, I can always guarantee, you know, Harris gonna make me laugh. You know, right. and uh, he's gonna have a good set on stage. But I don't even care about that. It's right. like he's gonna say stupid shit after, and we're right. gonna get silly, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah. And you always have this ridiculous cackle and funniness <laughs> to you that just you know it lightens up a green room right and i think it's like i think Thanks. a lot of i speak for a lot of us you know you're definitely you know you're one of us you know uh, you're one of the the brothers in the the foxhole of comedy yeah. And it's uh, been an honor to know you yeah, for you many too, years, man. and you too, uh, it's been—we're sure. still doing it. So thanks for being on the yeah, show, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, man, it's been good. We're shaking hands now, yeah. and uh, <laughs> just so all everybody knows what we're doing. You want to plug anything? You got any Twitters uh, or Instagram or websites uh, or ch- what do you got? Uh, check me out on Twitter, uh, Harris Stanton Comedy, and uh, also if you go on my—not Twitter, I'm sorry—Instagram, uh, Harris right. Stanton Comedy, and. Uh, Facebook, Harris Stan, and on my Instagram, you can, um, there's a link to get my album if you would like Buy to. Buy his album, he's a funny dude. Yeah, uh, Naive Innocence, you can get it on pretty much every platform. I had a pretty good, uh, distributor, so, yeah. Nick, check that out. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. You can follow us, uh, at Leave You With This on Twitter and on Facebook. And, uh, also, if you want to learn the art of stand-up comedy, uh, you can go to my Outlaw Comedy Coaching, uh, Facebook website as well. And we could teach you how to be a comedian or not. Maybe maybe it's not for you, but uh, we'll give it a shot. Maybe you should just dig ditches or something. <laughs> yeah, I lift heavy boxes. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Thank you for listening, everybody. I'll leave you with this. Bye-bye.